We are the champions, my dance. And we keep our baby to the end. We are the champions. I think we should start every time before we podcast, we all just start singing a song, and that will get us like in the moment. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 38. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magger. Joining me today, two Norse gods whose last names don't end in Farfurner. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I don't know why Dave Grimma, Dan Colonna. Hi. See, that was good. Right? That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mark sent this text where, like, he did a bunch of that, and I read it in his voice, and it killed me, and it didn't affect Dave. I don't know why. It was funny. Well, sometimes it's funny because we're talking about Norse Babel because we played Hellblade this episode. First episode of season seven. Excited. Hellblade by Senua's Sacrifice. Don't Senua, forget. Hell, Hellblade colon Senua's Sacrifice. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get that out, let's is important. Subtitling. Well, I'm glad they use the colon as opposed to like parentheses. Like cute without the <laughs> song know, cut from the team. Now I got you thinking of taking back Sunday song. Like, there we go. Like, but uh, before we get that, we'll, we'll check in with the the dinosaurs. Are we the dinosaurs? No, we the dinosaur we're the dinosaur machines. machines. Yeah, we're okay. each of us a machine. So we would refer to ourselves as the machines or the dinosaurs. No, no, the don't be. That's machines. the machines. <laughs> Okay. We, can't, we can't just own machine. <laughs> the entire entire. It's supposed to remain out there. What a dinosaur machine is, clouded in confusion, a shroud, and uncertainty. Mystery. Well, let's let's look at what's clouding Dave right now. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. All He's right. I will tell you a story about. Uh, I I'll briefly tell you a. I don't know, blah, 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 blah. A story about how your speak. life got flipped, turned upside down? <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Okay. No. So what happened was I was I was talking to some colleagues at work, just like jibber-jabbering about like broken bones. Jibber-jabber. Right? Broken bones. Yeah, so it was like, you know, just catching catching up and also, you know, learning more about people's past. One person spoke up. I was like, oh, yeah, I've broken a few bones. And I was like, all right, what, tell us, you know, one of these stories. And she was telling us, she's like, well... I broke my wrist. I was performing acrobatics on a horse. And I was like Typical. <laughs> I'm like in my head I'm Pause like the recording. Were you, were you a rodeo clown? I don't understand like what it, how what situation is this? I didn't say this. I was just like go on. She's like well I'm German. And I was like that doesn't that doesn't oh. Oh, of course. Never mind. Now I get it. Yeah. Old German pastime. Like, I don't see how that's related. Is what I'm like. She's like, but apparently there's a like a German pastime sport. Uh, it's yeah. like Volengrite. I'm not going to do the name. I'm not going to say it. I right. would like you to at least to attempt it, please. Uh, <laughs> do you have it in front of you or should I, I look it up? had it. Uh, no, you might have to look it up, but it's like... Volgen Voltengriden or something like that. Voltengriden. Voltron <laughs> Griden. If that's what it's gonna sound like, kinda, I'm not gonna do this correctly. German horse yeah. acrobatics. Yeah. Let's all pretend to be have German yeah. accents. Oh man. It's uh Volt Equestrian Vaulting. Love This is the the portion of the podcast where we Google things. Love Voltigain French. Yeah, because it's it's a French 
Voltigeron. That's how she Wait, pronounced yeah, it. Yeah, I see it now. So, oh my God. what does that entail? Like handstands? But, yeah, yeah, but it's like two or three people on a horse, one of which is usually like a child, like like a child? younger, and like and that's the person who like they start to say lay up on the horse. Now, like, the thing that stinks about this story for you is that you could be like, yeah, I broke my toe by opening a door one day. <laughs> I walked into my door once. I mean, I could have. I didn't. I could have told the time, told them about the time that my cousin checked me into a car and broke my wrist, but I didn't tell them that story. Were you playing hockey I, in cars? No, we were no. just kind of racing. And Mark, Wait, did you? Oh, you're the cousin. <laughs> I did. I did do this. One of I my most, forget. one of my biggest regrets in my life. Wait, I don't even you, know what I meant. I just, it just hit me. Just what bone did, did you break? His wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, Mark, I know what hit you, Dave's body, and what hit Dave's body is a car. Yeah, it was totally, it was a totally a car. Good job. Wait, well, go, we have to go back. To yeah, to the horse, so, right? We've hit. There's a point in German history. It's like we could ride horses. What else could we do on these horses? Yeah, and that's flips. the whole thing. Like flips, like they flip. They're riding the horse. They flip. No, they're they riding the, the horse, horse, and then like two, like two people stand on the horse. <gasps> wait then, a minute, is that where? Wait, wait, wait. Is that where pummel horse comes from? I think so. <gasps> I just made a connection. Yeah. Oh, that oh stupid thing you play in the pool. No, no not pommel that horse thing. is is that, like a Marco Polo. That gym- gymnastics thing where you put your hands on it and you, oh. and, you do and they like the flop and around. Okay. Maybe they do that they, with an they actual horse. They practice that one because they can't. They can't. They practice that dry or whatever they call it. Stable. She was like, when they can't practice on the horse, because the horse will only do like two or three runs a day with people on it, so they don't right. get tired. Or they're getting annoyed that there's this stupid human who's flipping out on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're trying to carry your dog and your dog just like flailing around. It's like I'm not gonna only do this two or three times, then I'm over it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you don't have interesting bone-breaking stories, Dave. Yeah. That you just break them like normal people. You didn't reciprocate with any bone-breaking stories? No, I was you can't I wasn't going to compete with that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Actually, someone goes out Actually, I did tell a different story, but it wasn't even my own. I was talking about my roommate in college because he, uh, he, his, the muscle or tendon between his kneecap and his hip was so tight during a race that it ripped a piece of his hip bone off and it buckled oh. straight down to his knee. And they had to oh, like Jesus. roll it back up and fuse it on there. I'm literally going to throw up in my That's mouth. That's disgusting. But that, oh. that was what I thought competed with the, the how like her bone was in two different places in her wrist. Now, if he did that while riding a horse, I would say <laughs> it competes. He was just tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, shout out to hip bones. Yeah. Dan. Any injuries or you know, successes you've been uh, having lately? I finally figured out how to get the eraser in Tucson in Earthbound. Oh, oh the pencil eraser. Yeah. Eraser pencils. Stupid yeah. game sometimes. <gasps> I no. will fight you. Good game. Right I need to power level some more. And it's so ambiguous what you must do next at times. That's why I came with the player's guide. That's why you got to read the player's guide. guide. No, yeah. Well, I did. I read a guide, and it was like, go to AppleKit. Okay, cool. All right, now try to go uh, past the eraser. Read the okay, official cool. one with like the the with the newspaper clippings and stuff. That's I want the, the one, one that has the scratch and sniff cards, and that smells like. Those B-O. things smelled really bad. Those yeah, were like foul. Well, do you want me to send you mine? I have uh, mine. Oh, that would be like the ultimate. Well, I'm always playing on the go. 
Well, that's not gonna help. I'm not gonna bring well, it with me on the train. Like Does it gonna come with it, like in the in the instruction not manual? Not on the DS. Not on the DS. Oh, I didn't check. Doesn't that. it have a, a digital instruction manual? I should check that. You should check that. It's probably well, important. I've been having fun with it, but I think I'm doing something wrong in battles. Like I'm not you don't hit good them. at them. Like I'm using my side moves and that's it. Like peak. I used to always just hit. I remember. Yeah. Just, like, I just hit him. Just bash. <laughs> Bash, bash and then sometimes you get smash and you get like yeah. a critical hit but uh, right now it's still just nest like i'm about to get paula so i think she'll assist in the bash true you do before you start getting on the characters you do need to kind of power level a little bit but i used yeah. to do that like at onet more than anything else well everything's running away from me in onet now well yeah so. well that's true yeah but when i was in that area like i remember no, just, always you're just you're gonna have to struggle against those little ufos for a little while yeah Dave's yeah. like, yeah, he sees it. And he knows. He knows he what's knows. up. He knows where I'm at. Well, Dan, you're making, you're gaining ground on Dave because Dave is forever stuck He's in. He's in I mean, no, no I'm he, way past Threed. The I'm in Summers. Scarab, no, but aren't I'm you past, in the desert? Yeah, I'm in the desert. Because you have to get into the temple. Yeah. The hey, spoilers. Spoilers that go to a You'll desert. You'll get there in two point. years, so... Yeah. yeah, but that's I. Not cool. I literally think <laughs> if I put my mind to it, I could probably beat this game before both of you. Oh my really god! Don't. If you want to, really if there were trophies involved, you'd be done already. Oh well, my god! If there were trophies involved, I would have, I would have preemulatory done it. Just went back in time to do it. Absolutely. I have yes. a feeling Nintendo's going to be calling your calling you out. They, soon, they are so. going to get achievements. I know. That's in the works, probably. Yeah. But I, I have no time already. See, that's the thing: is Mark right. is only committed to one. Uh, Achievement score. Achievement score well, yeah. or Here's, one, what is, what is it, community? What is, not no, community. I wouldn't even say that, but, like, I think Steam achievements are dumb because it's you can't, like, click your profile and it's, like, the setup of it isn't, like, meta enough. It's, it's kind of like, here's achievements you've earned, but there's no, like, max score or something. Like, you know, Xbox has the gamer score. You have levels in PSN. You have levels like, in Steam. Yeah, but it's not like it doesn't. No, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's, it's pretty the much same. the same. You you get a Steam level that shows off how Steam. Maybe you I've are. been looking at this the whole way. I don't. I I'll always. You, play you just look at it because you basically starting at zero, wherever you go. Well, I mean, I have I've played probably like oh wait, Steam over the course of my life probably like a hundred games. I, would I have think. a random question. Oh boy. Did your trophy score transfer over from PS3? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because it's just like your it's your PSN name. So like I, I will have that sure. until yeah, why they get it? wiped. I don't know. If they if they didn't, I would have a I would have blacked out. We didn't get to <laughs> keep our levels in Destiny too, so I figured it's the same. Oh Destiny. Well yeah. on that point, like what I've been playing, uh I've been slowly playing Destiny. I was actually kinda waiting to see what game we pick tonight, because that will kind of determine how much Destiny ah. I play. Because I wanna start Prey it's sitting on my shelf but it's like that's kind of a commitment and if i don't know how many hours i'm gonna need for the podcast game i want to like stretch so destiny's that nice game where it's like 20 30 minutes i can kind of sneak some stuff in i don't know it's just like i already feel like you guys are way ahead of me already no that's the problem don't i heard there's like a soft cap at like 260 something 265 yeah you get get, um so if you do powerful gear uh bounties i guess you call them milestones now you'll get above 265 gear yeah but there's already a farm between yeah kind of like you, you might get like two or three of those a week yeah unless those you do like the raid and, and the, everything yeah yeah so you'll get them but like okay it's but we're still hovering around 265 so just do that stuff and you'll be 
right next to it. Yeah, like I'm just like messing or like the other night I was just oh, you know what I have I have this one item I need to kill yeah. Red Legion people on Nessus. Let's do it like, after this. We might do that after the Let's podcast. You won't be here for it, listener. Um but the other thing I played, I played this small indie game. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. You've played PUBG? Player Unknown Battlegrounds? I, I know, I'm joking. It's not, oh. But yeah, uh, randomly got texted by my boy Chris. Shout out Chris Ayers. Yeah, what up, He's like, Chris? hey, you want to play Player Unknown Battlegrounds? I'm like, okay. I would have joined uh, you. I know, I know you've played it too. And I think we could get a squad together if you guys were interested. I'm terrified. Uh, terrified. But I don't know, like, my, my experience was ruined. My internet connection wasn't great. So I kept hitting these situations where, like, I would just, like, freeze and I can move and aim and shoot, but I couldn't, like, walk, which was frustrating. Mm. Um, so it was, like, my connection was a little spotty, and, like, I haven't played a, a shooter on mouse and keyboard, it made me realize, in a long time. Yeah. Like, years. So that was kind of awkward. It took me a little to get used to. And I just felt like most of that game was, like, the anticipation. Like, you're getting your gear and you're slinking around. And then we played probably... You know, like six or seven matches, and probably five of those times I was killed, and I have no idea by who or what. It just happened. I just, yeah. earth, oh, I'm, I'm done. It's over. The, the one thing I learned about that game is that you're basically hiding a lot, and yeah. if you hear anybody, you stop and you shoot them if they're in a fight. Yeah, and like you, the range on the guns is like kind of crazy, like almost realistic. Like you could really yeah. hit people from across the field. And I don't know. I I think the the whole battle royale mechanic, like it does it well, and like it would be interesting, kind of interesting who's gonna be like H one Z one came before, it, which I, I never played, but I know kind of did the same thing. Fortnite now has their own battle royale mode. Like I think this is gonna be the new like MOBA thing for the next year it's or two. It's gonna be like, pretty hot for a while. I'm actually excited to try the Fortnite one because I like that game's art style a lot, and I'm waiting for you guys to get it now that it's free. Yeah, I totally <laughs> like. I'm I'm not. I think once. I uh, once we're done with like the Destiny raid, I think I'm gonna be all like fla- waving the flag for Fortnite because sure. that it, it interests me too. I think I just, I just want to beat the raid. I think it's okay. the only thing I want to do. With we Destiny. Could do it. It's gonna be a bit, but we could do it. We could probably do it. No, we. So could yeah, do it. like I, I thought it was okay. I don't understand why it's like the hottest thing since a uh, hot bread, bread, but yeah. hot bread, hot sliced it, bread, uh, best bread. Uh, yeah, That's I don't not, know. The hottest thing since Quiznos. <laughs> How does they? Oh my God, Quiznos! Do you guys remember how revolutionary that was? It was Quiznos amazing. Was like we'll toasted. Toast it. It's like I'm sorry, Subway. I'll see you never. I got some toasted bread to go get. There was like a Quiznos on Staten Island that was like half an hour from us, and we would still go get it. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that Anytime. was probably the one I went to. The one there was near one... CBJ's, little yeah, down the block of them. When I used to work at Radio Shack, there was one about 15 minutes away, and I had a 30-minute lunch. I would drive those 15 minutes to get to Quiznos and just, like, eat the sandwich in my car as I'm going back. I'm just like, oh, so good. This is the Quiznos. Shout out to Chicken Carbonara. <laughs> but you know who didn't eat delicious oh. Quiznos? Senua? Senua. Senua. No, who especially didn't eat delicious Quiznos is Dillian. Dillian, but they were all pretty hot as they got through their torture. So let's transition to our main topic: Hellblade: Colon Senua's Sacrifice. Right. Dot 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 exclamation point. <laughs> That'd be Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, so, where do we even start with this behemoth of a discussion? Usually, we start by you reading the description. Let's start. Is that there. what we Pretend start with? That's weird. You know, I nothing. haven't opened everything. I was actually thinking, like, how do these go? He what was practicing this? voices. Has I it been was, that long? because I, I did it already. That's why I already mm. gave Mark a That's why. That's true. I got a preview of this. But I don't know anything about it, Dan. Tell me about it. 
Hellblade, colon, Senua's Sacrifice. From the makers of Heavenly Sword, Enslaved, colon, Odyssey to the West, and DMC, colon, Devil May Cry, comes a warrior's brutal journey into myth and madness. Set in the Viking Age, a broken Celtic warrior embarks on a haunting vision quest into Viking Hell to fight for the soul of her dead lover. I like the end of that more than the beginning because that voice was like... You didn't like my voice like, like this. It was like an announcer who's kind of over it. And he's just doing I'm it. I'm pretty for the tired right yeah. now. <laughs> it's round seventy-five, and these guys just aren't slowing. Down. My kids haven't seen me in four weeks. <laughs> this game but, uh, is very oh, positively yeah. reviewed. Ninety percent all over Ooh. the place. Ninja Theory makes it. I just said that. You did. Wow, this is probably the most recent to release game that we're playing ever. It came out That's August eighth. Are there and, tags? Oh, There's no tags. Oh, there are three tags. Please tell me the tags. Action. True. Adventure. True. And I don't agree with this one. Sorry for breaking right there. I don't agree with this one. Indie. Well, on that point, and I actually have a point about that, but Dave, cut through the jibba-jabba. What is this game? All right. Let me tell you about this game. (laughs) He's got a notebook. (laughs) You play as Norse Xena, if Xena had psychosis. (laughs) You solve visual puzzles by scanning and focusing for runes hidden amongst disturbing imagery, forcing you to face your fears and push through to progress the game. There is a fairly basic combat mechanic that is enjoyable, but there is a true true sense of pressure to survive because the game warns you that you basically have a limited amount of lives, of which mm. you don't know how many, mm. before Senua is overtaken by the darkness and can no longer progress the game. Boom. And on that point, mm-hmm. Dan Menz's indie... I read Ninja Theory refers to this game as indie triple A. Dan, I'll Just, start with no. you. Do you think that's an accurate label for this game? No, because they're a huge. They're they're known. You know, you they're know? a known quantity. I would they're think a known Ninja Theory developer. They've made good games that have sold for a lot of money, so they have the budget and the team and the size. What if you? What? Let's break down what it means to be indie. Yeah, I mean, what, because they, I feel they like have, that's do they have a publisher? Anymore. No, they are their own publisher, so, so they are independent. independent. Yeah, they are. Mm. But well, I, I probably should have looked this up. But this is exclusive to PS4, no. so I'm guessing no, it's yeah. not. So you can play it on Windows as well. Yeah. Oh uh, well, Windows, PS4, and PC. There's, I'm sure, if they wanted, they would have got that on Xbox. But I'm, I wonder if Sony threw some money at them that it's only there. It's possible because possible. It, it's probably should have looked like, this up. A lot of the PlayStation branding, when you look it up, it's like. So they're independent. They publish themselves, but they also consider it AAA because it's they got some endorsements, probably pretty high quality. So I don't know. Like when I hear indie AAA, I think like mid tier. Remember we used to have like the THQs of the world who would release games that are not indies, but they're not super high budget. They're in the middle, and this kind of felt like a game that's yeah. in the middle. Okay, I so guess I w- I'll take that back. I, I just it just to market it as indie feel slimy that's that's well, probably why i feel weird about it because i think that that label has cachet indie's cool indie's, indie's cool edgy and yeah. but to be frank this game is edgy like dave kind of throws up the word psychosis which i think you know they come out in front with that kind of idea this game deals with psychosis mm. like they're not trying to hide it yeah and i think if there was really like a big budget like mainstream game like they wouldn't have been able to do with it what they wanted to which i think is it's kind of a niche experience Mm -hmm. which we'll we'll kind of get into but um 
So Dave, you mentioned the combat before. Let, let's kind of start there. We'll start getting the mechanics before we get to the story. Like, what did you think of the combat? Because Ninja Theory, DMC, they know how to make a good combat game. I never played any of those other games first. Really? I never played That's DMC actually... or Heavenly Sword. I didn't play Heavenly Sword. I played, I uh, played Enslaved, Odyssey, colon, Odyssey to the West. Great game. Um, but, like, what did you think of the combat, Dave? I thought, like I said, I thought, I thought it was fun. You know, I didn't think it was com- complex. It was like, mm. it felt a lot like Batman, where you're a like, we're like, oh, the shield, that means I have to melee them first, you know? You know, it's funny you say that, because I didn't even realize, I was like, how do we get past the shield guy? Like, I gotta angle it towards, like, mm. their side? That wasn't always the case for me. What would you think, Dan? Well, I'm saying no, with, with the melee, like, specifically yeah. speaking about the shield guy. Sorry, mm. I wasn't trying to cut Dave off there. He can continue, but I, cut I, off. <laughs> I usually dodged around them. No, you could, mm. I'm sure you could do it any other, a, a number of ways, but like that was how I always dealt with them. I was like, "No, oh, kick him first. That'd be mm. good." You know. See, you have you got your kick, you got your heavy slash, you got your light slash. Yeah. Um, you could block and parry, yeah, which I didn't never block. I parried like all the time. I yeah. didn't know that mechanic existed. You only I, dodged. I only dodged. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! How'd Dan. you live your life? <laughs> I'm really good at dodging. I bet. Yeah, there was like there was like the shadow enemies towards the end where it was like okay this will make them disappear or rather appear so you can hit them. What well, no you dodge. No. no you have to use the focus to make yeah, them Yeah you have appear. to use the focus. You to can make them appear. but you can also if you parry them they yeah, won't Yeah then appear. they then the flash oh. of light happens too. Yeah. yeah. But I think the biggest thing cuz I agree I like I enjoyed the combat but I thought the camera angle was actually an interesting choice. A little too tight it, maybe? It's very tight. What, I which made it very hard like you know, a lot of times, third-person games allow you to see a bit more behind you, which allows you to know that you're getting, like, snuck up on. I right. like that they pulled it tight because you relied on that, like, on the voice being, like, behind you, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. That was actually, I liked the, that because it also put you right in the fight with her. Yeah. It, was, it made it even more intense. Which I think that's like the best word yeah. to describe the combat after learning like, that the stakes are high. I didn't think mm. it was efficient that you, that, that you, the camera wasn't so tight, but I thought it worked for the game. Right. I, I agree with that. Do you guys ever hear the situations where you're like there's an object in the environment and it suddenly blocks the camera and you can't see anything? No, but no, I, I did get really. stuck like next to a rock where I totally dodged, but I didn't move in that direction because a rock mm. kept me there. Mm-hmm. So I got killed. That was like yeah. the only environmental annoyance I ran so, into. How did you how did you deal with the with the um the difficulty of the combat? Myself. Like, did you, yeah. Did you think that made? Did you find it really? Especially like I'm thinking like the end sequence where there was like the bridge yeah. and there was like a bunch of the, especially I think the hardest part yeah. of combat was when you're in that hellscape scene and there's like oh, maybe that scene fifteen was enemies. I'll, I'll, like, I'm, I'm just gonna say. I knew, like, you had that limited number of lives, right? Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. I guess I don't know how true it is. Maybe it's just... Maybe that statement's just made to we'll, put we'll, a panic into you. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that, because any- I, I I think I know the answer to that. Okay. But, like, and, yeah, um, did you did you find the, the combat really hard because you were just dodging all over the place? No. I was, I was okay with it. Um, I never... I, I set the combat to normal, so it would never shift down for me. I didn't want it to go easier if I died a lot. Oh, see, I switched it to easy because i died twice early the first time i had to deal with multiple enemies at the same time and i was like and i was like i'm not i'm not losing out especially because when i was i don't want to throw hours down the drain when i want to finish this 
for the podcast. Mm. Well, but then I, I, told I changed myself, it back up to normal once I felt like it was too easy. I told mm. myself like that I would actually rough it mm. just because I wanted to... I had a feeling I needed to feel tired when I beat this game, and I'm telling you right now, I am <laughs> emotionally drained from playing this game. It is the, emotionally drained. The combat yes. had me clenched. Everything that can clench on me mm-hmm. was taught. I was so, going to say was, your muscles were so tight, they ripped from the like, hip bone. My, <laughs> hands were, my palms were sweaty. I was eating my mom's spaghetti. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle Mama it. Mamma mia. I was... I was talking to Dan about this because we were talking about the stress of the combat because of the the lives and stuff. I told him that halfway through the game, your your sword breaks, right? True. Yeah. I was relieved. I was like, ah, I don't have any combat until I get a new sword. (laughs) Yeah, but it it doesn't mean you can't die in those sequences. Yeah, but Um. I didn't think about that. I was just like, ah, there's no more. There's no more combat. Well, well, on that point, because there are other sequences. It isn't just combat where you're doing, like Dave, mm-hmm. you mentioned, but like the pattern. So like the things you do besides that, you walk. Yeah. I wrote down. There <laughs> you is do the walk finding, a lot. You do walk a lot. I almost feel like there's a lot of part of this. It's almost like a glorified walking, walking simulator. Sim I thought about that when there like was a the, third, per- the third person walking sim. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. The island but, of the tree made me think of that, but sorry. Yeah, ahead, and there, there, the other mechanics are there. Are, one of the most common ones is you're looking for patterns in the environment. You'll find this door. It has symbols, and then you have to look around the, the world to find shapes that will kind of match that. Uh, there's illusions where sometimes you kind of look at things from certain angles, which will make certain things appear. There's scenes where you're running from fire that basically you just have to kind of book it. Same thing with like darkness and light where you'll have to kind of stay in the light. And then what I thought that wasn't kind of used enough was um, there was that one sequence where you kind of jump back between two time periods. That was so and cool. Oh, yeah. And it, you're talking and about it was like in, when you're right in the Sean the areas where you use the mask. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Just certain things point. exist in certain times. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. So you have those sequences. And I thought it was... Did you guys like watch the documentary that goes no, with I this? No, I didn't watch it. No, I heard it was really good. Okay. So... I think it's a good, this is kind of a good segue before as we kind of get into those things. What I thought was so interesting, as Dave kind of said earlier, like the whole basis of this game is they had this idea, okay, we want a character who's crazy, basically, who has psychosis. And in the documentary, one of the biggest things they talked about is how all the game mechanics, everything, is all related to the condition of psychosis. They interviewed doctors, they went to clinics, they interviewed people with psychosis and things they brought up. And I thought this was super interesting how people with psychosis will see patterns in their world and will think they're connected when they're not actually that. They mm-hmm. will kind of see things that are not there, like the illusions. Yeah. They will feel forces chasing them when there's not actually anything there. Yeah. They will kind of forget where they are in time and see things differently and, and kind of lose track of who they are, of what part of their life they're mm-hmm. in. And I just thought, I was like, as I was watching, I was like, that's all the parts of the game yeah i actually th- was thinking that with the runes and stuff like that i was like you know there are those times where you come to a door and you can't open them and then you see runes and then you have to find the runes in the world to to op- be able to open the door right and i was like mm. this is definitely all in her head like that she has to go through all this rigmarole just to open this door mm. you know did, did that kind of clue on to you too dan or were you just like okay puzzle i just kind of left it to okay puzzle because i bought into the mythology the whole yeah. time because mm. like mm-hmm. but that that being said it's really interesting that i didn't watch the featurette now i kind of mm. wish i did 
It's like yeah. 25 Five minutes. minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. And, and that's like really jarring to think about. Like I couldn't imagine seeing shapes everywhere and be like, oh my God, that triangle and that triangle. It means something. It means something. And right. in the game, she's questioning that too. Like the voices are all like, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Those aren't, you're know, like, this doesn't matter. None of this matters. None of it's real. Like just constantly battering that off into, so, into her head the whole time. We should talk about Druth because I think he's, he's about to be real important in this conversation. Druth. Which one's Druth again? Druth is, is the a, guy who talks to you. Who, her who, guide. Her guide who taught her all about this Norse mythology. And oh, all about right. the darkness that she's fighting. And she he basically convinced her how real it was and how, yes, this is a fight against evil and you're fighting it and it's a gift. You have to fight them. And well, then, yeah. Okay. Because I have my thoughts. I'll kick it to Dave first. Where, where do you think his role is in this story? Well, I was going to say that I think that his stories of Norse mythology provide context for her psychosis trip, if you hmm. will. Like, Go on. all this Norse mythology that she's experiencing and doing this quest about, in my head, I'm like, it's not real. The whole thing mm-hmm. is uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think her, I think her lover Dillian died. She's carrying that skull. I think that's real. Right. You know, but this whole like land of the dead entering hell, I don't think it's real. I think that he's he told her about this experience that he had, maybe because he was crazy or whatever. He he seems to believe it, right? But mm. I just think that it's kind of like. But a couple podcasts ago, I was talking about stress nightmares that I had about like missing a test in school. It's true. Right? Or, they're gonna come back and take your high school diploma. Yeah, something <laughs> like that, do that. Right. And I think that this is similar to that, where your brain will make up a situation that you know about. You know. Mm. So she knows about Norse mythology. So that's where. She's providing context for her situation where there yes. is no context. Mm. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. For her struggle while she goes through all the all this, you know, everything that her her, that her father torturing her and her mother being burned at the stake and right. And I <laughs> I, I I I got I felt like to kind of there's the two kind of divergent ti- not divergent timelines but like the two stories. It's like the story of Senua and then it's like this the Norse side of it. And kind of like with my jokes with Dan, like I felt, uh, did you get, was I the only one who got all the lore stones? You no, I, got, I missed nine. I did nine. not follow okay. a, a walkthrough to find all the lore stones. I absolutely found a walkthrough. And I was <laughs> like, I'm going to use this because I'm not playing through this game twice. And um, so you get one bonus scene because of that. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like Druth kind of coming clean. And he's like, I don't even know, I, honestly, because... Like when I, I like would stand and listen to the lore stone and then I realized you can kind of start walking and it will still be playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it actually is dependent. Like if you get far enough, it, you can't hear it anymore. Because yeah, your I, voices will start talking over it and stuff. Yeah. And they, there is a priority. Like your voices in the head will always like if she's hearing a voice and you already activated a lore stone, it will wait till the, the file of the sound of that voice will stop and then the mm-hmm. war snow kicks in. But I just thought at a certain point, I'm like, this is just Norse gibberish. It's like Harjavar mm-hmm. who went the sword of Garjavan. Oh. And, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I, I, I can't I follow this anymore. A lot of this context was, con- context was important for, for what she's seeing, what she's experiencing. Cause there's also a very important one. Oh, I, I think it's important. There's a one where he talks about this dwarf 
who tricked like the Sibber or whatever his name Sigurd yep. into like, getting the sword again to kill someone else for his bidding to get the, like and then like he kills this dragon and then he tastes the blood or whatever uh, whatever I the point is that the dwarf the tricks hit, tricks Sigurd in doing this quest for him mm. and I was like that's kind of that like what, what she's doing is that what Druth did to to me is he hinting right. like you're being tricked into doing all of this for mm. for some other reason, interesting. You know? Well, did 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 you make any sense of this? Yeah. I... Well, so I watched that scene, and when Juth came clean, it all like it all lines up. At the end of the game, you constantly hear Hella and whatever other voices asking, Hella. like Hella, Hella, like just just saying like this isn't real. The darkness isn't an enemy. It's it's not black and white. Oh yeah. By the way. We'll have to put this somewhere in the front of the episode. We are a spoilerful podcast. <laughs> oh, we are a very spoilerful podcast. I apologize, listener. We're going to spoil the heck out of this game. Yeah. All secrets will be revealed as we know them. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll edit that, that through, somewhere. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're being like at the end of the game, you're being bombarded with like it's all in your head. The darkness is not something you can fight. It's you. It's inside mm. of you. And as that fight goes on, like. You go into that fight like, oh, I'm going to beat up this god. Here we go. And then, like, as it's going on, I'm like, shoot, none of this uh, up to this point was real. Like, it all was in her head. And well, it's all, and that's proven by the way the game ends because she right. is the main boss. Right. It is all in her. Mm. So, can we, so that we can, we can, in terms of what is really happening, she is a girl with a head and she goes to a place. Right. And she travels to a mountain. But right. all the things she encounters and fights and sees along the way are not actually there. Right. Well, the, the hardest fights you fight are inside your mind, according right. to Druth, which is like probably the only lo- logical thing he does say to her. Mm. And that, to me, I feel like when she fought the Northmen, that was probably real. Yeah, because there's, the there's the aspect that she is a Celtic warrior. And they kind of mention a little this in the, the documentary how... Uh, Dillian and like the, the the actual history of it of like she's a part of an actual clan that actually exists in the history and they were raided and mm-hmm. killed by some Norse whatever Viking people sure. and like the when she sees that scene with Dillian and how they like that is something they do for their gods like that was all what, historically like, based they got flayed and stuff yeah so like maybe there is a like there is a reality of it that she actually is fighting Norsemen but, but she, she just imagines them as Something more, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth. Like she could have, she could have fought some people. That might be true, but yeah, I just can't imagine her swinging her sword at nothing the whole time. I mean, running around. It's it is quite possible. It's true, but the the parts that I definitely think that were in her mind were the things that were most detailed by Druth, like Volkraven and Sert. Mm. I feel like they were definitely in her head. Yeah, well yeah, and I think like the whole end sequence too. So like, let's start kind of getting into like I mean, Senua's story. Part like, of me wants none of it to be real just because of how disturbing all the imagery is. I don't want oh there to gosh. be like corpses well, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and then so as we kind of start getting to who she is, it's like so she's traveling to this island, and, and Dave mentions there's corpses literally everywhere, they're hanging. They're they're just sites. They're just in wagons. They're, they're in wagons. Yeah, like yeah. it's she's surrounded by death and. You know, you kind of start piecing in her the story again. She, she you do not throughout this game. You do not encounter someone alive the entire time, right? Unless you count the spirited enemies that you fight. 
Yeah, but they just disappear get... in smoke. Right. Yeah. So you could either like they are actual Norsemen she kills, or they are figments of her mind. And so again, this game's all about psychosis, and we made mention to the the voices. Mm-hmm. You guys play with headphones, right? Yeah, absolutely. I had to. Didn't I? Didn't but I did have subtitles on, and that like helped me hear them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so l- let me start with you then, Dan. How did that? <laughs> what was your opinion on the voices? How did that? I kinda... kept getting chills. I don't know how to explain it. Like, this game made me feel uncomfortable. My body was uncomfortable every time I played this game. I stayed up to 2 a.m. last night just so I could be done with this game. You, you, it's funny you mentioned that because I was looking at your trophies yesterday. I was like, I was like, where are David Dan on this? I'm like, okay, Dave's almost done. I'm like, Dan's not even close. He's not going to finish this. And then you said that text. I was like, look at this guy. He no, I it. put the time in. But I also thought, like, maybe I'll come home on Wednesday and finish it because I do that sometimes. My name is Dan and I'm dedicated. <laughs> and... I was like, no, I need this game out of me. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so did Senua. Like she like <laughs> in the game, she's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Look at me, I'm done. Pretty done, Mark. Mark, you chose this Dave, game, and all the time while I was playing you playing it, I was going between hating you for making me play this game, and loving you for making me experience this game. Yeah, nice. that's like how I kept going back and forth. It's exactly like, how I feel about this game too, Dave. Like it's that's the only way to feel. Yeah. Like, there's no other way. <laughs> like, and, I, and just to kind of jump on that point, like when I was thinking, like listening to the headphones, like and there's the voices, and they really but, did a great. And it's next? Yeah, oh, and it's actually funny. He doesn't know it, where he's going. He can't oh, take it that Dave's interrupting him. <laughs> exactly, and it's like, you know, it was actually cool in the documentary. They show how they filmed. It's literally a standing microphone, and there's like four actors surrounding, and they're just walking around whispering things. Mm-hmm. And, and there, are, how would, many voices do you are there for her? I think there's two. No, there's more than two. There's two girls, but then there's there's like the guy narration. It's the way they kind of. Film because they wanted the 360 so they can mm-hmm. kind of play with the spots of it and like as it was playing in my in my headphones i was like okay i get this all right i got it thanks okay. and i actually thought it was like clever certain ways where it's like you know like the very gaminess of things like you know like in a un, like naughty dog games where it's like the thing you need to climb is yellow that's the way we usually kind of s- signal it to you like this was like perfectly played with how do we tell the player certain things that they need to do without being too gamey and it was so, it was the perfect way to do it it's like yeah. these voices in your head yeah and, if, and the, was, if, if they saw the rune before you did like because it just if you just crossed it they'd be like oh she doesn't see it she's gonna climb that she's gonna climb the stairs and get to the door she's not gonna get past the door yeah and it was one of those like especially like after the first hour i was like she's oh my lost. God, this is this is wearing going. on me like these constant bombardment of these these voices in my head mm. but it, it just clued me i guess like this is the point it's like mm. you can't escape this and it kind of wears you down mm. you know we've played this game for what like six seven eight hours to beat it yeah. like you're going through years of this where it like it makes the experience make sense um let's talk about senua a little bit like did we sympathize with her did we like her did we how was her feeling as her as like a character? Like, Dan, we'll start with you. What do you think of her? I liked her a lot. Um, she's definitely in pain the whole game, and she's mm-hmm. definitely like fighting with herself, even without the analogy of all the enemies being like. Let's assume they're all real. She's still got a lot of fight inside of her with herself mm-hmm. that she's having, and I'm like, geez, I can't hate her at all. Like, I felt, I felt like she didn't know what to do next, so she was just doing this quest. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Like, let's get to the end yeah. of this story so you can chill. Uh, I was like, yeah. 
But she yeah. also was way impressive. Like her arms are awesome. She's <laughs> like it's I, a very I, cool I, character model. Yeah. Can I say she's like ripped, and that's cool. And like her face animations were awesome to look at, and just like the wear and tear that she physically goes through, the whole yeah. thing made her very real. So it was really mm. good. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about? I her just like I totally bought in and and sympathized with with her plight, mm. you know, and I wanted to help her get through it, you know. Yeah. And, I, you know, like on the, the Dan, you like the Marcel, like she kind of gets roughed up as the, it actually almost reminded me of um, Arkham. Tomb Raider? Where, oh, well, even Tomb Raider too, but I mean like Arkham, Arkham where like Batman's, Batman's suit's all ripped up by the end. I yeah, remember like, thinking that was my fault in Batman. Sorry to, I'm just like, well, I was you know. like that knife fight. I lost that knife fight. So now Batman's all cut up. No. She would have been all clean. Yeah, I'm like, I was, happens. I had to explain. I'm like, no, Dan, that, that happens at this cutscene every time. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. Um, you can't I, be I, better I, at the game and have an immaculate costume I at the end. I want the best bat suit. That would be something. <laughs> Actually, I think if you pick one of those alternate, yeah, if you do that. Right but I don't know if you could do that in the in the world where you run around, or if you can only no, do that after you in beat the, the game. Um, yeah, I think I don't think those character models would change. Anyway, um, back to Senua. <laughs> um, I appreciated this, you know, especially as we kind of look at different lenses, you know, twenty first century, and you know. Mm-hmm. sexuality and gender like i appreciated that she was not sexualized at all like she there's nothing sexy about senua um and she's not like I, and she's not like a gorgeous she's not a gorgeous female she's not she's gorgeous like, she's not her feet like her in terms of her you know assets or features we can say it's not anything overly nothing, sexualized nothing was pronounced yeah. in a way that felt like it was trying to get our attention yeah. in that way and you're listening to three whites try to describe yeah, just three white men discuss the sexualization of women and how it's all good now. <sighs> but um, I I felt like for her, for whatever reason, I felt like I didn't really connect with her until she really started kind of getting into the memories where she met Dillian and she kind of watches him from afar, and then she he notices her and it's like oh your your moves are pretty good. And there was just such like a, it almost kind of reminded me a little bit, Dan, remember we were talking about um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. And like, we liked Aloy from that opening scene where she's like a kid and yeah. like, she's kind of scared, but then she like, she's like with that uh, opening hologram thing. Like there was just a certain moment, I think in that scene that, and it's hard to describe, but it's just like a certain childish to her where she is, because she is, because of her quote unquote darkness, which is her psychosis she's kind of kept away from everybody and it's mm-hmm. kind of her trying to branch yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first moment I was like, okay, now I'm starting to connect with you. And I kind of sympathize, not that I didn't sympathize her as just being a crazy person, but mm-hmm. she just kind of came off as like a crazy person. Yeah. For the well, first the whole part. time that you're experiencing her up till that point, And I, again, know exactly which moment you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He, he, she's not treated nicely by herself or the no. people she's fighting, obviously, or the voices in her head. And then in that scene, and then you see her father too. Before this, he's obviously a horrible person, Mm. and her mother just puts a lot on her. I thought it was a small guy. (laughs) And then like this guy put her in a hole and stuff. (laughs) Dillian compliments her like combat moves, and you can tell that's all she actually cares about. And he says it, and she like smiles. You're like, oh shoot, yeah. Look at that. We have to help Dillian even further. It's like totally. So yeah, I think as you kind of got past that, like I definitely started connecting with her. Dave, you mentioned the permi be- the permi death, and I thought that was uh, interesting. Like, how many times do you think you guys died in this game? Um, I noticed that the 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 what what do they call rot. it? The sickness, the, 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 the rot, yeah, the rot. Doesn't the rot. didn't wouldn't spread if you like died in a boss fight. 
It so like, does once. It I does. I did for me during the fight with Fenrir. Fur the the beast. <laughs> oh, beast man! Don't even talk to me about that. <sighs> that was a boss fight. Beast. Yeah, but if I died like to Surt or Volkraven, like I never. Which I think I died to both of them once. It never gave me the seam where the rot spread. You know? Oh, so like how high, it wasn't that high up on your arm? No, I. It got up to my shoulder-ish, right. probably by, like, the end of the game. But for mm. a long time, it was just, like, at the elbow. What about you, Dan? Where, where I'm did pretty you rock? exactly that. It, it, I'm sorry. That wasn't even mm. a sentence. I was in the I'm same position exactly as that. Dave. <laughs> I, I, um, my rot stayed about at my elbow. I had a gauntlet of rot up till, <laughs> up till uh, yeah. Fenrir. Forearm. <laughs> and then when I fought Fenrir, it did it the first time. When it killed yeah. me the first time, it came up a little more yeah. in my elbow. I thought then... I was gonna lose right before the Fenrir fight when he's following, when he's chasing you in in the darkness. Because oh, mm. I just I didn't know to grab the torch. I was like, there's nowhere to go. Right, right. <laughs> I, like, I, actually, I had trouble with it too as well. Yeah. I had to, I had to look that part up. I was like, oh, that get, killed me a, a few times. Somewhere. I think I mean, I think I died once there. I had a huge problem at that hellscape scene where there's like the lot oh, of enemies yeah? uh when you're like in the river of blood and there's yeah arms trying to and it's like that scene in labyrinth <laughs> where there's hands everywhere yeah basically and it's terrifying and i died so many times in that scene mm. the rot went up my arm and it resetted and went back down and then it got all the way back up again so, which then I, I did some reading online the permadeath isn't real it's not it's, an actual oh, thing that will occur I had a in the feeling. Game. I was I had a feeling because I was like, it might just be a tactic. Oh. To, to <laughs> but, but see, yeah, and it was like I was like, well, why would they, why would they throw that in your face if it's not a real thing? And then I was watching um, uh, Jim Sterling's review of it, and he brought it up as again, it's another mechanic that plays into psychosis that people with psychosis will put these kind of their own tensions on themselves. They will put mm. their, these threats because they were a threat to themselves mm. for themselves, but there's not really a threat to them. And I thought, okay, that's a perfect way to do it. It's like making you feel like I can only die so many times. I need to be really careful. And you well, don't, really, and you don't know how many. And you don't. And that's, that was the perfect yeah, way to do it. The only indication you have is, is, you know, what does it mean to get up to her head? If it reaches her head, okay, does it go up my neck or is it... Yeah, like it... you're waiting for that, but it, it doesn't actually happen because it's, again, it's all in your head. It's not a real thing. Oh. So I just thought that, again, that was another very smart and interesting thing yeah. that plays into this experience. I was I so stressed out the whole all. time. Well, Maybe aren't you all skilled? Yeah. Me and my um, non-blocking combat yeah, freaking rolling I mean, around there. Were you not using, like, the focus to activate the Hellblade? I was, but you know what? Actually, you know what my biggest problem in this game was? Photo mode. I never but, used that. Why would you uh, use photo mode? Because I love taking photos and putting in interesting angles. And you'll see when we release okay, photos I did, from uh, the game. I, only I, used, I used the natural screenshot thing, and I did it a couple of times in combat, but, but I usually oh, like, didn't. I was like, no way. Oh, I would pause it, and then it like you move the camera, you could change the angle, you could change the lighting. Oh, that's cool. I was like, oh, I'm doing all that. Oh, you have to show but, me. <laughs> yeah, but um, but then it was an interesting thing where it's kind of like that. Like I kept trying to get the right spot, but then it would kind of mess me up when I unpaused it. Mm -hmm. uh, and there were actually sequences where, where if you're running and you do photo mode, you stop running when you come out of it, so you have to start up again. Uh, so a lot of times, we're like you're running from the fire or the darkness, I would die because I'm like, oh my gosh, photo. Oh my mode. You died for the selfie. 
It was good. That was good shots. I can't to wait to see these pictures. They're so great. Um, but actually, kind of also ruined it a little bit because they don't animate her face during those scenes because they uh, assume you're looking from the back. So she's always got a, kind of the same face as all these things are same happening. Same expression. Yeah, so it's like not always appropriate for that spot. But anyway. So let's kind of get to the ending. Let's kind of get to our overall thoughts. So, Dan, you kind of mentioned it earlier that there's this kind of creepy figure that you see first on the bridge, which I thought was... Hella? Oh, my God. Oh, it's so terrifying. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Hella. Yeah. So, yeah, she's the god of the goddess of death. And they she, depict she her... She hell. With, mm. That's right. With a with one L. And um, mm. with this mangled face and, like, ashish, ashy kind of skin. Like, yeah, well, that's the way the Norse god Hela is supposed to look. I, I actually where, like, learned where a lot she's, about... Like, where she's, like, half rotted on one side yeah and um which interestingly scene... enough if you noticed when her mother was being burned at the stake was getting burned very similarly very true oh, that's pretty cool symbolism yes but so yeah and then you kind of mentioned that like kind of the ending once you finally beat all these demons you beat her you kind of she's coming to you terms with dillian's death really this mm-hmm. is really all this journey was and the final scene where Hella has the head, but then it kind of switches angles, and you see it's actually her. And she's kind of and she, she, Senua is focused on sacrificing herself to Hella in order to free Dillian's soul. When in reality, what she really does is kind of not sacrifice Dillian, but is able to let his idea go and mm. move on with her life. Because she was never able to, able to save him in the first place. Right. So. As well, I guess we'll, we'll kind of start pulling this all together. I thought, you know, I picked this game. I I knew the psychosis angle going into it. Mm-hmm. And, and Dan, you kind of made a mention before. This is a very, un- this is not a fun game. It's, like, it's but it it's, is. I mean, like, you kind of want to know what happens next as you're playing it. I think it's, it's, in, it's engaging. And, yes, that's a good word. But, like, at the same time, like, when you really think, if you want to create a game that, depicts psychosis and you want to really create It's kind of like a masochistic game but isn't that the point like if you made a game that's fun to play but it's about being a crazy person isn't that kind of defeat the whole purpose of yes well yeah it does it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be nice to be like by the way ill people we think it's a fun trip yeah, right, like yeah. and and like or get caught up so much with the gaminess of it like i'm creating a video game so it needs to be fun to play from the player like i thought the you know, the walking sim parts, I'm like, this is kind of dragging. Like, the combat is kind of the same, pretty much. It's the same type of puzzles, but I, and like the, the disturbing imagery and the things like that. But I, at the end, I think that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this game, and we we'll go back to the idea of an indie game. When we think of an independent game, why they can't, why they're doing the things they're doing and not AAA games is, at least for my, my perspective, is they're willing to have a vision and they're not willing to kind of, Take how do we risk? get this? They're willing to take a risk without sacrificing things. How do we get this played by the most people? No, we have an idea of what we want to do. Mm. We want to make a statement about something, and we're going to do everything to point to that statement without the risk of financial ruin of, oh, we, we didn't sell two, three, four million copies, and we blew our entire budget. We're in trouble. Not, I'm sure this game wasn't cheap to create, but even like from the price point, this is a $30 game. They had a, an expectation of what this is as opposed to this is a $60, you know, disc on released on into GameStop sort of thing. Like it had a vision. I want to make you feel like this is what it's like to be crazy in psychosis. And I think on that level, 
checks every box. This is a game I will remember for a long, long time. I think it was very effective in teaching us about a condition maybe we don't spend the time really thinking about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I, I don't want to play this game ever again. No, I, I'm it was tough. Stay far away. I deleted it the second the credits rolled and they were done. And I was like, oh, there's nothing else to do. Perfect. I'm done. Good. Delete it. Moving on. Every, five. I was, was going to say, every time that I was done playing this and I always played late at night, I had to play like another hour of Destiny to get it out of my head before I went to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night I, I did not do that because it was too late and I was very afraid to have nightmares because this game the vis- the the imagery that it hits you with are this just so like it sends shivers through you yeah and, and the fact that they make you scour the imagery for runes all the time right. not nice no yeah but but it's really effective but that's why and it's all about it's why it's, why it's like the whole game is about facing your fears yeah mm-hmm. and no matter what you have to go through it. And, yeah. and you'll get to the other side. You might find some when more you, fears. <laughs> when in the game do you think you were the most stressed out? Uh, the scene where you're running through the house. It's like that wooden thing and you have to find the runes, but there's that fire that's kind of coming and it's moving from different uh, angles. Yeah, that was stressful. Yeah, and I'm just like running around the ruins. And, and like, did you guys ever get caught by the fire? No. I did once. Yeah, like it's, she burns to death and yeah. it's, she screams and it's agonizing and it ends and yep. it's like that doesn't feel good uh, like ever and it, it's, I I know, never, it's, it's i never got caught but i it was pretty stressful that part yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it oh what were you gonna say Dan? well i was gonna say that i was most stressed out by fenrir fenrir whatever fenrir the, yeah. the like boss, before yeah. you fight him or her whatever like, it is the fight's not as bad as the chase like when the chase when you, is terrible yeah like you don't like the thing about actually the specific part that I was thinking in my head when I when I thought permadeath was real in this game, uh, um, I don't know if you remember you have to walk under a waterfall mm-hmm. and then and you have to go to torch. the right and throw the 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 bridge down with all your oh, might. You have to you have run to, into it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I died doing that once. I went in oh, the right yeah. way, but she and the voice was like, "Throw the bridge down." I was like, "What bridge, you idiots?" You can like, barely <laughs> see. Yeah. And so I died there, and I was like scoping the area out when i came back i'm like i don't know what to do i was I just mashing square the, the voice was like th- put it put it in all your might into it i was like all right whatever just do yeah. it I, <laughs> yeah know, even on that, on that point a little bit i thought it was interesting like and i think i appreciate it it doesn't like tutorialize the game mm-hmm. square is a light attack triangles it's just the, it's the game is the game and you just yeah. kind of figure it out as yeah, and you, you look at the manual which is the pause screen it's like here's all the attacks and stuff yeah and it's I like if you want to know the power existed which is funny yeah, I can't believe you didn't know there was a parry system. I, I, I saw today, I was looking at an ending so I could see the alternate ending, and I was like, what's that cool block move? That's pretty neat. That's pretty and awesome. My day. Oh, jeez. All right, so Dave, we'll give you the final word. Wait, I was just yeah. wanted to say, the, the part that stressed me out the most yeah. was the the blind puzzle, that whole blind sequence yeah. where you could barely see, and, and they tell oh, you see those shapes. And they tell oh. you those things. If, if they tell you not to look at those things... Like like if if you can't see them they can't see you right. and like you just kind of have to like walk past them while you know that they're right behind you. Right, right. Like that's kind of when I was the most stressed out. And if you yeah. did like look at them, like they would like slowly come into more focus and get yeah. like bigger and stand up. And I was like, ah. And they're Ugh. gross. Like that's just nightmare <laughs> stuff that I think I experienced as a kid. That's like like 
Do you remember the basement in my uh, old house, Mark? Oh, uh, that hallway? Yeah. But, like, oh. the way it was... It was a finished basement, and there were this, like, row of closets on either side, and oh, a, long, a long walk to, to get to the staircase. But yeah. the way that, like, the light switches were sometimes, like, you'd have to f- flick off this light switch and then, like, go through the hallway in the dark. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I, I would just, like, turn off the light switch and then book it, because I'd be like, something's it's going to get me. That thing I'm a, is going to get me. I'm a 32-year-old man. I Sometimes I'm going up, like, it's, like, after we're done recording this podcast, pull back the curtain, it's now 9.50 at night. Look, when we're done, I'm going to go up to Sarah's, and it's all dark. I'm 32 years old. I'm still like, oh, God, I hope nothing grabs my foot as I go up these stairs. <laughs> it's going to be terrifying. <laughs> it's the dark, but, man. It's the dark, man. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, final words. We'll go Dave and then Dan. Um, like, I, I think it was a, it was an interesting experience, one that I'll never forget, and I don't think I ever want to experience it again. <laughs> Although I am tempted to go back to get the runes. I, I didn't think the combat was fun. I, I had its moments, mm-hmm. I'll say. What, what about you, Dan? Final okay, word. So, um, what's that movie? By It's the movie with all the drug users in it. Uh, um, the the really dark one, yeah. Requiem for a Dream. Yes, I Ugh. hate that movie. Everyone should re- hate that movie. I'm really glad I watched it. I never True. want to watch it again. That is, I haven't felt that way you, since you I watched terrible? Requiem for a sad? Dream. That's <laughs> how I felt. I felt the same way. I'm glad it's behind me, but I'm glad it's there. Also, like I'm so happy I played this game. I'm never gonna. I'm not even. I suggested it to our buddy Dave Francis. Shout out. And I was like, here's the game. And he was like, that sounds rad. I'm like, go, go for it. Go for uh, it. it gives you a warning yourself. that it's going to mess with you. He was like, nah, cool, sweet. And I was like, all right. So, I mean, I'll suggest it to friends, but I have a hard time doing so because it gave would me such you a weird feeling. Would you play it again? Would you no. put it you in a play boat? it with a mod that was like, like, that turned all the bodies into butterflies you know I something that like that the purpose then but uh-huh. like all like... the voices were still there but no. the visuals were covered I, it's just the visual <laughs> i guess then it would just be boring right like would it yeah i think th- i think every element of this game is finely tuned to all points of the same thing mm, and yeah. if you start changing those things those things that's in the not to start talking again because we're trying to wrap this i know but, but i i did want to talk about the ending a little bit more because this was part of okay. the reason where i uh you thoughtless there we were gonna we we're gonna I'm end sorry, now I'm sorry, we're not I'm ending sorry. <laughs> i'm sorry but i was like the one of the reasons why i thought it wasn't real is because like you're like in a building and all this stuff you're climbing bridges and then like when it cuts away after you've been killed by Hella, actually you killed Hella, threw away the skull. You're like in a completely different place. The mountains. Mm-hmm. You're right. on yeah, top you're of that mountain. On the mountains. You're on that big crow-looking thing. Crow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no, I think there's definitely in, there's, uh, most of this game must be in her head. Like mm-hmm. I, it's, I don't know for a fact, but it's it's probably more likely that none of those guys are really. This is just a desolate landscape. She's just wandering through, right. and thinking about things. Um, but yeah, like just going back to the point, like I think what's so great about this game is everything works to the one main point of making you feel like you have psychosis. Everything in this mm. game does that. And if mm. you change any of those things, it cheapens it a little bit, which mm-hmm. I think kind of yeah, pulls like, away from its I goodness. wouldn't have liked it as much if I didn't think I was going to lose all my progress after a few losses. Like mm-hmm. that alone made me focus, hyper focus yeah. yeah. on each fight. Right. And that, that feeling was intense. 
So yeah. Inten- so dinosaur machines, Hellblade, boom, intense, pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, more than a camping trip. Puckered. More than a camping trip, <laughs> less than a puckered uh, or hip muscle that's getting ripped out of its socket. <laughs> oh. Speaking of hips getting ripped of muscles. Hey, all right, segue. Is anyone? Uh, what's that? What's that? My tongue. Taste it. They taste me. It's taste trivial. It. It's trivial. <laughs> it's a trivial flavor. <laughs> it's a trivial flavor tastemaker. Our final segment of the day. And guess who's it is? It's dance tonight. Yeah, well, right. first we check the scoreboard. Current silver monkey standings. If you've been following us since the beginning, Dan with three silver monkeys. Of course, of course. Dave with two silver monkeys. <laughs> season last season's winner. Mark with one silver monkey. <laughs> However. Uh, one latinum pterodactyl which nobody else can say <laughs> just saying people have a but, hard time saying the word latinum pterodactyl i don't even know what that means but it's anyway. without the p it's if, a platinum but it's a, it's without the p is that all it yeah is? yeah it's because you don't pronounce the p in pterodactyl yeah uh did you not I realize understand. that no i didn't know i was just going uh, along with that no. i was like oh latinum pterodactyl sure well, um but new season <laughs> so all scores have been erased now it is zero 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 it's is between slate. clean slate Dave versus Mark. Dan, what are you making us do tonight? Tonight, you guys are going to be identifying the game based on the song. And the theme of all of these three games is that we have played them as a trio together. Okay, so it's a music challenge, but we've all played them together. We've played these games in our adventures together as friends and cousins. Now, by together, you mean we're all playing it at the same time, or we all played this again? I don't know how else to again? say this to you. I just yes. want to make sure. <laughs> this make is sure oh yeah, so games that we've played together, not games okay. that we've played similarly. Games that we've played I feel like as a that's, group. That's not that long of a list. Well, it like, is a long. No, we've been playing video games together with me around for like three or four years, more than that, maybe. maybe? Oh yeah, I met Dave in two thousand and ten ish, and I met you like six months later. Maybe. And Dave brought me in pretty early from there. So whatever. Lots of games. Dave looked like he's swallowing I can't tell if he's thinking about our friendship. So how do we have to boop in or do we just like (laughs) shout? You can boop in. You only get one guess. And Uh, um, as soon as the other, you can do the whole thing where if one person guesses and they're wrong, you can hear more of the song. That's fair. We'll, We'll be reasonable. And, and for, Bragging rights, you can try to identify what part of the game the song is from. Okay. okay. Just I'm probably rights. just going to name the game. because There are six <laughs> songs. Well, right, I'm glad you're playing along, Mark. Really excited about that. Uh, let's pick our sounds. I'm going to be... Um, what's Hellblade related? Yeah, oh, my don't. God. I'm going to whisper. The, oh, my God. Every time? He's there now. Yeah, I'm just going to go, oh, my God. You want I'm going to say, it's behind you. <laughs> okay, so I'm oh. a, oh my god, Dave's like, it's behind you. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Here's the first song. Can you hear it? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, Mark? Oh my god. Uh, Dragon's Crown? Yeah. That's um, when you're in the castle? No. Uh, town? You don't get, br- yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's one of, the, one of the places where you're not being attacked by people. Correct. Yeah, Dragon's Crown. Mark, one they point. Re- they re-released they, it on PS4. We could go back. I, w- I was suggesting this with my tongue on my cheek. Dave, did for, you hear that okay? It was okay. He was okay. okay. He was not All as quick right. as me. Wait, right. for the record, very annoyed with that game slightly, though, because I'm like... Because it's not realistic at all when it comes to anatomy? No, 
No, for it's, one... fanta- it's fantastic in every oh, way, which sure. way for it. But I'm literally about two hours away from the Platinum but you'll have to on start PS3. All over. No, well, we would have to. We'd start on PS4, but I need to beat that stupid demon thing. And you guys were both over it by then. I was like, well, I can't do it by myself. Well, so it's all both I mean, your fault. Are you really annoyed at the game or are you annoyed at us? Uh, it's a mixture. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like right. you know what it is, Dave, is what it is. Yeah, it's possible. So, okay. All right. I've got a second song. I don't, I don't support your habit. <laughs> I want to get it. I wanna, uh, maybe I'll play it again with you. But here we go. This is business. Song number two. Business time. Play the Hold on. I can't. It just rotated. Okay. Hmm. I have a thought, but I'll, I'll go for a guess. Uh, oh my, oh okay. my god. Mark? Monaco? No. Uh. What is this? Dave, you gotta guess. Dave's, I mean, Dave's you say guess. that, but it's not like I recognize this song at all. Go by the instruments, I guess. I it's know. like sneaky. I was thinking like a spy game. Dave looks Dave so looks, he looks I don't perplexed. know. I don't know. All right, all right. Do you want to guess from any one of the games we've played together? No, I don't. You could throw it against. You don't want to. You don't even want to no, guess. I don't want to hazard he a guess. He wants okay. to give me the point. You won't lose anything. Yeah, I will give Mark <laughs> a title of a game that he maybe forgot that we played together. That's well, true. Oh wow. <laughs> well, what's the game, Dad? Stop. The stop game is us. trying to. Oh, That's I was the wizard. Goblins. Try the try. Remember when we tried to play Trine the Three? Trine. Oh my God, the Trine Three is not a cooperative game online or at tried, all. Trine One, cooperative. Trine Two, it's, cooperative. It's, it's, Trine Three? Nope. I mean, it, you can play couch, can't you? Yeah, you I, can play couch, yes. but the first two are online. And no, I know. I'm saying that Mark, Dan just said or at all. I'm like, well, it's. I, I you know, I'm, I'm logical. Mm. Well, we're listening, Trine guys. We're disappointed. So, Dave is uh, still behind by one. Mark is still holding on to his little lead there. Here's okay. the third song game. Hold on. I'm, I'm doing it so that I load it, and then I have to reset it, and then I put the volume back up. Tell, okay. tell us all your technical problems. I am. Here we go. Here we go. Um, rotate. Okay, here it goes. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Mark. Diablo. Nope. <sighs> Is this Monaco? Is no. this Monaco? It is not. Okay. What this is, is it? Destiny 2. Oh, I hate Destiny. Oh, sure. I wasn't going to pick it's a song. <laughs> it's Destiny 2. All right. Mark Destiny, still I have never played one. Destiny. I'm, yeah. Oh, my God. Killing it. Killing it It's right Destiny. Now. It's the Red Legion song. Sure, it is. I like the, the Red Legion symbol. D- Dave does not have in this right now. He's not, he's, not, he's not impressed by you, Dan. I, I picked games that we all played. <laughs> He's Together. trying to get in your head. He's trying to get in your head. Then I'm not the com- I'm not the competition. It's okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Song number three, four. They're not five, like four. recognizable songs for a reason. He's he's insulting you, Dan. I think you're doing a great I job. I wasn't gonna put the Destiny theme out there. That would I feel be like good. that's too anyway. close. All right, all right, all right, here we go. It sounds familiar. It will. It should. This is actually 
closer to the beginning. Shh. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Of the game, that is. Closer to the beginning. What is this? It's got something that's tickling Dave's brain. I got... I, there's a game. I can't remember the title of it. What, okay, is, that, gonna, what is the name uh, of that game that was made by the same people who made, uh, uh, like, Magicka? Trying. No. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Wait, oh, I do know what you're talking now. about. <laughs> Helldivers is what I was thinking. Is it Helldivers? It's not. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Is it Payday? No, it's Alienation. Oh. Which is basically the same as it's Helldiver. Hell yeah, when you said that, I was like, wait. I thought, I, I thought it was Alienation, but I was like, maybe it's Helldivers. I'm going to go with that Those one. games are the same. They're I feel like we did. It is pretty much the same game. Well, we I like played both of those, better, right? But I, we did I remember when we played Alienation and we were like, oh, this is Helldivers. <laughs> it's not as good it's as like, Helldivers. It's like, no. it's Helldivers without the friendly fire. Right? And more arcadey. Yeah, we should play Helldivers again so I can shoot. I would love to play Helldivers. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> just moved on. All right, all right. Next, they have two more songs left. Dave says you could, you can still do it. These two, actually, these two are what I like to call finishers. Finishers? So both Mortal of you Kombat. listen. Oh, my God. No, Mortal oh, my Kombat? God. Not at all. No? Both of you listen closely. Keep your ears perked. Hold on. This, this stupid my thing. ears are yeah, always Whatever. Perked. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, I like the song. Whatever it is. It's a game we played together. I know Jazzy. this song. It's really annoying. You do. I feel like this would have been when one of you would chime in. Oh, oh okay. my god. Mark? Is this Monaco? No. <laughs> Get off of Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> Monaco. <laughs> what is this? Try to figure out the theme of the game by the song, perhaps. The theme of the game by the song? There's no words. <laughs> no. The, the... <laughs> Does it make you think of any kind of movie? No. A he- heist movie? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Is it Payday? No! Oh my god. It's GTA <laughs> it sounds like 5. Ice. It's GTA 5. Oh, we played that together. A lot. When does that play in GTA 5? That's the intro to the game. Oh. We've played okay. the intro to the game. <laughs> I can't tell if this is too hard or Dan's being... Or we're letting Dan down. Well, I, think it's gonna it's really, I think it's really hard. I think it's going to be like, Monica's The ones that I one. always choose when I do this are like ones that pull your nostalgia... <laughs> Like well, I'm strikes. picking games that we play together. Don't worry, I'm solve a point, so I feel yeah, good about fine. this. Well, this is your chance to tie it up and then make me figure out another song, Dave. So that's okay. No, it's fine. You do it. You do you. I just, well, he's, I'm just gonna say you. that this is the most memorable song on the whole list. I'm glad we ended with it. Shut, <laughs> shut up, Mark. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. It, that's uh, Overwatch. Yep. 
That's Hanamura. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's the worst map in Overwatch? Hanamura? Hanamura. I love Absolutely. Hanamura. The arrow is in the floor. No, you shot just, it so bad. Hanamura is like, oh, are you defense? Will you win? All right, Basically. so I know for next time I gotta be a little more on the surface. You need to pick the songs that Dave likes. I think he did a great job. I was gonna go to Soldier, but I thought it was well. Yeah, you got two of them. I I'll, put have the, I'll put it on the spreadsheet right now. I got zero. Uh, I'm aware. See, I have the score sheet right in front of me. Dancing, dancing. Mark got the win for the night. Dave's gonna you can, you can try to shoot him. me in Destiny a lot, even though it's not how it works. The friendly fire. Well, before we friendly fire shoot each other. New season. What are we playing next? Brand new season. We got five games left on the list, ladies and germs. Launch the machine. Dave, bring up the dinosaur machine machine. Launch the dinosaur machine brought to you by Asian Art. Uh, I'm looking at things in my room. Uh, Okay. (laughs) A uh, iron and an ironing board. You iron still? That's so Yeah, you don't iron? No, I just wear wrinkled shirts. He just oh. he just allows the wrinkles to happen. I, I wear love t-shirts wrinkles. to work. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, right? I, I wear them to. Hey, work. listener, guess what? I wear to work a t-shirt. Shirts. He doesn't go bare chested anymore. No in trouble. I fixed that. I fixed it. It's been fixed. So, uh, do you want to try to guess another song? No, Why I want to see what the games are. I don't even remember the games of the season. I have Pyre still on the list. What do you have, Dan? Um, I've got old man's, old man's journey, old man's journey, which is your story. And, uh, and tooth and oh, nail. Here they are. Wait, tooth and nail. We have crawl and Tacoma. No more Hellblade game. Oh, Tacoma. Tacoma. Uh, I'm going to be in a Tacoma. <laughs> is, this, is this a high? What is this game? Who, this is, who picked it? um, a sci-fi adventure walking sim, right? Brought to you by the same guys People who did made gone, gone home. home. Yeah. Oh, from what I heard, it's not as good. But I I'm experience it. I would like to experience it as well. So next time you listen, we'll be playing Tacoma. But hey, you listened now, and we want to say thank you for listening. And you know, don't criticize podcast. Dan for picking terrible songs. It's just hey, not. Listener, it's really not fair. Listener, if you wind up playing along with the Tastemaker, let me know how much fun you have. <laughs> all, all the funs. At you, Dan let, you can let him yeah. know at Danomac. At yeah. Danomac, you can let us know as a group at, at Dino Machines, Dino underscore Machines. That's me right. at Magro Crag. Me at Zombie underscore Pirate. You can be like Dave. You're unnecessarily bitter. Those songs were fine. Be better at. <laughs> be better at, at trivia. Stop sucking so much. Or you can always go to our Facebook page where we're always chatting with people, yeah. taking suggestions, talking about games, which is what we like to do. So you can find us there. And for recently, probably pretty old by the time you listen to this podcast, our YouTube channel is now official. We so have launched like, the YouTube channel. Woo. So if you're <laughs> so always I'm like, excited. they talk about games, but what do they like when they play games? Well, now you get to experience it. And we play a bunch of stuff and we're all goofballs being goofy. Just having I a good time play. together. Good time, and I think it's pretty fun, but that's all next time. So thanks for listening to us now. Like, subscribe, give us feedback, kisses, smooches. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Smooches. <laughs> 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 smooches. Smooches is just a funny word. <laughs> <laughs>